that's the benefit of being in your feminine energy because things just fall into place. And it doesn't mean you're not working hard or working smart, but when you take care of yourself, allow space to just be, things usually work in your favor. Welcome to the Get Clear with Crystal Ware podcast, the place where we get clear on our goals, own our worth, and learn to be the CEOs of our own lives. I'm your host, Crystal Ware, lawyer and former Fortune 500 corporate leader who found the confidence to say goodbye to a lucrative career and start my own business. Now I'm opening up the playbook and sharing everything I've learned to get you there faster. It may not be easy, but it will always be worth it because you are made for more. So put on your big girl pants, jump on board, and let's reach for the stars. Are you ready to get clear? Welcome back to Get Clear with Crystal Ware. On the show, we have the one and only Haley Fountain back again. We talked to her recently about hormone health. Um, As a reminder, you guys can go back and listen to that episode, but Haley is a certified integrative nutrition health coach and also has an advanced accreditation in hormone health. And she can talk to everybody about nutrition and health and hormones and how to take care of your body and make sure all your systems are regulated well and moving together in a holistic fashion. But she also is certified in yoga and meditation and has been diving into what I find to be an absolutely fascinating topic of feminine and masculine energy. And when we talked about this offline and I was realizing some issues about myself and how this could be impacting me, I was like, oh my gosh, we have to talk about this on the show. I want to dive in because I personally want to know. And if I want to know, I know a lot of other people want to know about this. And I bet, I bet that as we dive into this, we'll see that hard-hitting type A, go-getter, determined women like myself who may have been making assumptions and leading with these assumptions about themselves, like, believe, I would be the first one to jump up and down and say, you know, yeah, I'm a bossy lady. Yeah, I'm the other B word sometimes when you have to be. Um, And when I was talking to Haley about this and thinking about myself and my own self-perception, I was like, hold on, wait a minute maybe I am doing myself a disservice. So I think we have a lot on this. Um, I'm not going to call it a mini episode because I have a feeling it's not going to be that many. I think we have a lot to go into and a lot to talk about, but I just think there's going to be tremendous value in what we have to offer and something that a lot of people haven't heard about, right? Um, because this is something that I, you know, I, I'm really on top of trends and and care about growth and, um, you know, learning and I read a lot. And this is something that honestly, I am just starting to hear about more. Um, and maybe my ears are perked up to it now because, you know, it's that, uh, that confirmation bias that, um, you know, you talk about it, you think about it, and then you start hearing about it more. But tell me, I guess, Haley, um, with that very long introduction to what we're talking about today, <laughs> tell me when we're talking about feminine versus masculine energy, like lay a foundation of what we're talking about and why it matters and and give some background before I start asking you like a rapid fire questions. Sure. Okay. So yeah, this is something that I, you know, have been working on this concept of polarity of feminine, masculine energy. Um, Feminine and masculine energy are present in every 
space of our lives and not even just with humans, just everywhere in the world, there is polarity, there is feminine, masculine, there is yin and yang, right? So laying a foundation, uh, first of all, I want to say um, it doesn't matter what gender you identify as, feminine and masculine energy are not gender specific. Now, that being said, many women, most women identify, not most, many women identify as feminine and many men identify as masculine. However, you can totally identify as a woman and be a masculine. That's totally great. But what I'm finding it, what I'm finding and why this is important today is that a lot of women who want, would identify or maybe call themselves a feminine being, um, are living so much in their masculine energy. And that's where the challenge is. And I'll explain the difference between feminine and masculine energy. So masculine energy is the forward energy. It's the yang, it's the doing, it's the decisiveness. It is the leader. It is, um, that push Feminine energy is the radiance. It is the softness. It is the nurturing. It is the pull. It is the yin. It is the not necessarily passive, but a little more go with the flow, right? And I talk to a lot of women and my I include myself in this because it's something I used to struggle with a lot and something I am more aware of now, but still often struggle with where we are spending so much of our lives in that masculine, that doing, that pushing, that that hustle, that chasing energy, and it doesn't feel aligned with us. And then the really challenging part is a lot of women as I, and I'm, I'm a boss, babe. I got like three jobs, (laughs) you know, I've got a business, I've got all these things and you are too. So many women are killing it in their careers and they're totally in their masculine in a place where it's appropriate to, you know, use that masculine energy because we all have both of it in us. It's just in different amounts, right? But then they're carrying that over into their personal life, into their family, into their leisure time, into their friend groups, into their relationships. And it can be really challenging because then you spend, you feel like you're spending all your time in that masculine energy and you can't relax into your feminine, into that, that go with the flow, um, that radiance, that nurturing energy. You, you've, we, a lot of women and myself included have and do feel disconnected from that. And it doesn't feel good because you want to identify with that and you identify as a feminine or many women do, but then they're not living that out, right? So you feel very disconnected from yourself in a way. Wow. I mean, when you say that, I mean, I it, I don't even know where to start because I have so many thoughts going on <laughs> in my head. But the first thing that came to my head was, you know, if you ask me, I <laughs> and not in a non-feminine way, which is so weird to say, but like I would have said, I definitely live in the masculine space and I'm very comfortable there. That's mm-hmm. probably actually where I feel more comfortable. And believe me that when we, we, when we're talking about this and, and, and Haley prefaced it by saying, you know, um, everybody has both, you know, when I talk about living in the masculine, like I wear makeup, I like to look sexy. I like to wear attractive clothing. So it doesn't have to do so much with how you're presenting, but more about like who you are and what you're leading with and your kind of tone and how you carry yourself. And I would have immediately said like, yeah, I totally live in the masculine and I would not have thought that was a problem until I started perking up to what people are saying about the opposite energy and what you want to give. And then I think about my, you know, relationship with my spouse and who is extremely manly man. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Very big manly man. And 
like, okay, well, now this is making sense why sometimes we have more friction because I am carrying over and then we have two masculine en- energies going on. And if you think about like, you know, uh, boys in high school getting in fights, <laughs> it's because they had too much masculinity going on. So that's really what made me pause and say, am I doing a disservice to myself? Am I doing a disservice with my husband? Um, when on the other hand of it, I really am a caring, nurturing person. Like I have three children, I cook for them, you know, I do stuff around the house, you know, I am nurturing, but I still feel like I do that <laughs> in the masculine energy. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I, I, that's my initial thought that came up when you were talking. And then, um, you know, I was thinking into, you know, how do you relax into it? And is the kind of hustle culture that we're living in where it's like, we put such a premium on productivity. Like it's that, that's literally what we think about from morning to evening. Is that pushing us in that direction? And is that hurting us as women? And then we can talk about that from a man's perspective as well. But let's first talk about it from a woman's perspective. Cause I think that's really who both you and I want to speak to mostly. Um, so why do you think this has become more of an issue and why are we just hearing about, uh, this kind of polarity and yin and yang, um, in more mainstream discussions now? Yeah, I think because, I mean, I, I feel like relationships and it, it, this applies in every aspect of life, but we see it a lot in, in relationships because it doesn't matter what type of relationship you're in, whether it's a man and a woman or uh, a man and a man, woman and woman, there are typically, there's typically one person that takes on that more masculine role and one that takes on the feminine. And there, by the way, like for anyone listening, who's like, I like being my masculine energy. That's great. Like there's nothing wrong with that, but this is for, as you said, the women who want to be connected, who feel disconnected and want to reconnect with that feminine energy and are having trouble with that. So to start, I would say, um, you know, we're becoming more aware of it because as the, as we are seeing a lot of challenges and relationships come up, um, what happens is, you know, if you have two masculine beings that are butting heads, it, that can cause a lot of friction in relationships, like you said. And to answer the question you asked before, how to relax into your feminine I think that um, number one, and I say this with everything, it's just awareness, like becoming aware, like you said, like somebody mentions it and it's something you've never really thought of before. Maybe you felt, maybe people have felt it. Like for me, it was kind of, I, and I, no one had ever named it for me, but I knew something. I didn't like how I felt like I was always doing and having to, it's, it, it really comes down honestly a lot to self-worth and self-love because I felt like I always had to do something to earn the things I earn the things I wanted instead of, um, just having them because I, because I am who I am, like just being myself. So number one is just becoming aware of the polarity in your life and noticing in relationships and in social circles, who's taking on the, the lead, that sort of decisive masculine role, who's kind of anchoring down that masculine energy. So noticing and in, in, even interactions with your friends because even in like in in this scenario, you're a little more in the masculine because you're leading the conversation, right? And I'm more in the feminine, kind of flowing with with where where you're taking the conversation, right? Um, but then in a different scenario, like if we're hosting an event and I'm, you know, I might be the one taking on. So in every dynamic, there's always that push and that pull, that yin and that yang. So it's interesting when you start to become aware of it. You can notice it in romantic relationships. You can notice it in your family dynamic. You can notice it in your business. 
And then also notice what, who you spend time with and what situations bring out the different aspects of you, the different, the masculine and the feminine energy. And then it becomes a matter of putting yourself in situations where you can be in your feminine energy, right? So we can talk about that in a little bit, but becoming aware first and then like creating a space for yourself to actually relax into that feminine. And also it's really beautiful because whenever you start to take on that more feminine role, the people around you, like the masculine beings will naturally take on that masculine role, but you have to kind of let them do it, if that makes sense. So what do you think is the number one benefit for women to be able to, especially in business, relax into the feminine energy? What do you think positive is a natural outcropping of that when they're able to step back and do that a little bit more? Yeah. So what's really beautiful, like when you're really, I want to give it actually give an example and then I'll, I'll explain a little deeper, but have you ever had a day with your business where you just woke up and you felt really good and you took the time, took a little extra time for yourself in the morning. Maybe you went and got uh, yourself your favorite latte or you went to the gym or whatever. You just took a little extra time for you. You nurtured yourself or you took a little extra time getting ready and put on something that made you feel really fabulous or whatever. And then as your day goes on, you start to notice everything just seems to kind of fall in your lap. And like, it's not that you're not trying, but everything just feels like it's kind of flowing and you're easily able to kind of let things go that maybe normally would have frustrated you. That's when you're in your feminine energy. And it's really beautiful because you, again, we can't, I mean, I shouldn't say we can't, but it can be difficult to stay in this energy all the time when you're running a business. But like, again, allowing space for that to happen, taking care of yourself and doing those things. And then you start to notice that the things in your life start to just fall into place. Um, Or maybe like, I don't know about you, but for me working, you know, I worked in, in sales for a while. Every time I go on a vacation, like two deals would close. And it's like, I spent all month hustling for these things. And then the moment that I took a step back and relaxed is when it all kind of fell into place. And I, so it's not that I didn't do anything for it, but I kind of let go a little bit and yeah. allowed those things. So I think that's the benefit of being in your feminine energy because things just fall into place. And it doesn't mean you're not working hard, but are working smart. But when you take care of yourself, allow space to just be, things usually work in your favor. Yeah. Do you think it's like almost posturing yourself for a position of receiving? Yes. 100%. Yeah. The feminine is, is a receiving energy. The feminine draws things in. I actually want to give another example too, in regards to that, um, that receiving energy of, you know, manifestation, if you will, manifestation is a very feminine, um, energy, but so Kate Northrup, um, she wrote the book, do less she talks about something called egg wisdom. Have you ever heard of this? I have not. So, and this kind of relates to hormone health, which is why I think it's really beautiful in fertility. So if you think about your body releases an egg um, once a month, if you're cycling normally, and the egg um, is, is alive for about 24 hours. While the egg is there, the egg doesn't go around searching for the sperm frantically. It doesn't go all down the fallopian tubes, all through the uterus being like, where's the sperm, right? The egg just hangs out and the egg is just like, I know that the sperm is coming. And then when the sperm comes, the egg gets to choose which sperm get to 
to penetrate the egg <laughs> and uh, or in some cases it's multiple sperm and then the sperm also has the or the the egg i'm sorry has the ability if there's like something um genetically wrong with the sperm it can actually repair the sperm and then once the once the egg is fertilized it can actually go down the fallopian tubes and it actually has all the nutrients that it needs to keep that um, that fertilized egg alive before it gets implanted. So the way that she describes it in the book, she's like, um, and I don't want to take credit because I didn't say this or create this uh, metaphor, but she says, not only does the egg just is able to sit and wait and then also nurture and provide, but it also brings a picnic <laughs> and such a beautiful metaphor to feminine energy. And then the other thing too, is if the egg doesn't get fertilized, then she just simply says, all right, and just dissolves into the menstrual blood and moves on, you know? So it's really beautiful if you think about it that way. So that the energy and the lesson there is saying how, you know, I'm not stressing about all the things I know what I want. I'm calling out for the, I'm calling out for, you know, the quote unquote sperm. (laughs) I'm calling out for what I want. And then I'm going to let it come to me. I'm going to choose the right, the right fit for me. I'm going to nurture and take care of things and make sure everything happens in the right way. And if things don't go the way I planned, there's always next month. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's like relaxing into the present and letting what's going to be be. And, you know, it, it is what often happens in life is like you can work as hard as you can work. You can prepare everything you can compre- you can prepare and you know it comes down to what's going to be is going to be and i know that that's like an oversimplification okay we can make things happen we can go after things but sometimes when you're trying too hard and you put off that kind of like air of desperation even though you don't know that you're doing that Mm -hmm. you may be repelling things instead of attracting opportunities and people and things um and the other thing that made me think of is like you know, when I just think about the life that I want to lead and what I want to give to the world and how I want to have left things around me, it's like, you know, giving three to four times as much as you're receiving, whether that's like wasting food and wasting energy and wasting people's time. It's like you want to have the connections and the conversations and the things that you're doing with other people, give them something more than you're taking yes, and it kind of boomerangs back to you. And that's what it sounds like you're explaining to me in the feminine energy is that we are nurturing other people. And then that energy is going to come back to us through opportunities, through monetary gain, um, through relational gain, whatever it is that, um, you know, in all those different aspects. Um, Yeah. And just to add to that, the receiving energy. And that's another way of like relaxing into your feminine. A lot of people don't understand how to receive like we, and whether that's because of the way you've been conditioned in society, like familial trauma, whatever it is, we don't know how to fully receive. How many times have you received a compliment and you meet, if I go, Hey, Crystal, I like your top. And you're like, Oh, this whole thing. Like, uh, and you just like start to be like, Oh no, I look so, I look so gross in this today. I didn't even wash my hair. Like whatever. Versus just like, thank you. Well, just receive it. (laughs) I, you know, when you work with different cultures, you start to pick up on like nuances of things that they do that you don't do or vice versa. And that is something I noticed when I was working um, with the French company that I worked with for almost five years is that French women would just accept the compliment. Right. 
And, you know, also it's very well known that like French women feel very comfortable, even if they're curvy, even if they're super skinny, even if they have no boobs, like Mm -hmm. whatever it is about their culture and how they're raised and how they position themselves, um, they just feel more accepting of who they are and how they were born in, in their appearance. It doesn't mean that they don't try or do stuff, or of course they like fashion and everything too. It's just that they're more comfortable in that natural state. And that is something I definitely noticed is they did not turn around. They did not try to reflect or deflect a compliment. Um, They just took it graciously and it was no big deal. They didn't, you know, throw up a big party or make a big hoopla about it. Um, And that was the start of me realizing how much we do that in America. Like Mm -hmm. women, even the most beautiful, beautiful woman in the world would probably have a hard time unless they had trained themselves to accept that compliment. Um, So I think that's a great example because you're right. You know, it's very hard for us to receive that. And I think that, you know, what I realized about myself is that when we're doing that and we're kind of deflecting or reflecting back a compliment to somebody else, um, you know, it's almost like a negative. It is to yeah. ourselves. We're and to the not, person too. Yeah, they're trying like, to give I'm you not genuine. worthy. Yeah, they're trying yeah. to give you genuine appreciation, and you're like, no. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and we don't. And of course, we we think we're being polite because we've been conditioned that way. But and also, even like when people give you a compliment, and then you say, "Oh, thanks. I like yours. Like you're whatever too." Now you can obviously give a genuine compliment back, but not giving it just because you feel like you have to give it right. back because someone gave it to you. Just receive mm-hmm. it, accept it. <laughs> yeah, and it's the first start. And, and and what I, you know, position this podcast and much of what I talk about and do on is like knowing and owning our worth. I mean, it starts right there. That's like such a foundational thing. I don't have any daughters, but if you have daughters out there, and this can certainly apply to sons as well, is teach kids how to receive a compliment, how to receive positive feedback and not just negative feedback. Because that is a foundation of your self-worth. You know, the people that are the biggest offenders of this are people that do not feel worthy of the compliment you are giving them. Mm -hmm. And if we don't feel worthy of a small compliment, how can we position ourselves as worthy for that raise, for that promotion, uh, for, you know, going out and getting a loan for the business that you want to start or any of those things? All of that comes through the confidence that we have or don't have, the lack seeps out in the conversations and the experiences and the things that we do with other people. And that has a either positive or negative impact on all that we do. Mm -hmm. So it's so, so, so important. So how can people work on relaxing into the feminine energy? Like what are some small examples or scenarios where if you know that you are living in a masculine area and you really want to soften up a little bit and you think that there's a benefit to you in doing that, what are some small things that you can do um, in business or in your daily life to work towards that? Yeah, I'll start. Well, I start with everything. I mean, a meditation mindfulness practice really is at the core of it because meditation helps you to focus on the present moment and helps you to really center your brain a lot of that masculine energy comes from a dysregulated nervous system and feeling like you have to control everything mm-hmm. or things won't happen the way that you want or feeling like you have to do all these things. So 
balancing the nervous system using the breath is really powerful getting into the body. So finding like somatic practices um, and you can work with like body workers for that or just do it on your own. But, you know, simple breathing exercises, which you can find on YouTube can be really helpful. Meditation can be really helpful too. Uh, There's a lot of guided visualizations out there. Simply doing a body scan, like just getting into your body um, the feminine, feminine energy is all about presence and being in the present moment. So finding ways to be in the present can be really helpful. Also finding ways to express appreciation to yourself and to others and to things in the world and just really marvel at like the beauty and good that's all around us is a really great way, which sounds, I mean, obviously that's easier said than done, but like in a small way, finding ways to appreciate people and appreciate things and like maybe writing out, you know, one thing you appreciate about yourself per day. Like I'm, I'm all about those like little action steps or making it a habit to give a genuine compliment to someone every day, like really appre- just appreciating something about them or telling, you know, at work, like, Hey, I really appreciate how you covered for me in that presentation. Like that really, that was really helpful. That's, that's in the feminine. Cause you're in the present moment, you're seeing something really great and you're appreciating it. Um, in work, I'm really I really love visualizations um, and really spending time thinking about what you want to call into your business, whether that's um, and by the way, like because a lot of times people get so bogged down in like the feminine spiritual, you can still want to make a lot of money and be successful while staying in your feminine energy most of the time. So like thinking about what you want to call in and what you're going to do with all those resources and how you're going to help yourself, your family, like all that is staying in your feminine energy. Um, other ways is finding ways to be in, um, to be in a receiving space. So like honestly, self-care, getting a pedicure, having some, like getting a foot massage is like, so, cause you're, you're just receiving, you don't have to do, I mean, I guess you're paying money for it, but you don't <laughs> have to actually do anything, you know, getting a massage. Mm-hmm. Like I try to get a massage on, my sister always laughs at me. She's like, you're getting another massage. I get a massage probably once every two weeks. Cause it's a really, not only is it great for the body physically, mentally, spiritually, and for detoxing, but it's also a really great way to just be in a receiving energy and just fully relax and let someone else guide you through a really relaxing experience. Um, finding ways to connect, um, with any sort of spirituality is a really great way to, um, and just really focusing, prioritizing your own self-love and self-worth through practices, um, is really powerful way to stay in your feminine energy too. Well, I think that, you know, I think that just is so powerful for people to see that there are small ways that you can make shifts that can help you lead you to more success, more happiness, more fulfillment, because that's what we're all working towards. And, you know, I think that type A women, I know because I am one and I am like to the nth degree, you know, um, that's why I've had to, you know, work on it myself and say, what is it that's causing friction and disjointedness within myself and how can I improve this? How can I make changes within myself to work on that? So I say this from a a position of like understanding and not judgment, um, but not trying to force things to happen. Like you can know within yourself that you're going to do this and it's going to be successful. You may not know when, and if you just keep working. So that's why, you know, when you say like, the feminine injury doesn't mean you're not working towards something. Right. It's 
taking the position that I will keep chipping away at this and I know that it will be successful and I will be ready to receive the messages, to receive the pathway that will lead me to my success without ramming something in there and forcing something to happen. Yes, And that is what I would say I've fought through many, many times. And, you know, this, this um, yin and yang feminine um, masculine concept is newer to me, but it's, you know, it's, it's aligning with me because it's kind of what I was already trying to work towards without being able to give it a name and a thought process. And then having the awareness that you said, which is so important. So if um, ladies or men, if you find yourself in a position that isn't feeling comfortable, these are some things to think on, think about and work on. Um, You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting and dreaming and working and having, you know, these great lofty goals and, you know, going super hard at them. But we have to step back and realize at some point we're going to need a break. At some point, we're going to have to let things naturally happen. And what I've realized in my life is that when I let things kind of come as they may, instead of being so married to like, this is the path and this is the way, and I'm going to make this happen. And how can I make this happen? And I'm going to keep on this. And when I've let things go and like looked around and said, you know, if it's, you know, I wanted it to be Y, but it's really X, X usually works out for the better. That is what I've realized. When I force things, it's not that it doesn't come or success doesn't happen or whatever I wanted to happen cannot be the result, but it doesn't come with the same comfort and happiness and ease. And that is what I'm looking for in life and what I think, um, you know, I've told you, but I'm spiritual and I'm definitely a Christian, but what I think God is setting me up for, it's not for super friction. So if something is causing me high levels of friction, that's probably not the right thing. And that's me being married to something that isn't necessarily the best or right thing. Doesn't mean it's going to be negative. It doesn't mean it's like, it's not going to like harm me, but it's probably not going to be the best thing. Um, And that is why, you know, (laughs) when you talked about this, my ears just perked up. It was like, I've got to work harder on sitting back and letting opportunities come to me and not, feeling like this timeline, this timeline that I've in my mind that I've not even like written out, but these timelines I kind of have in my head are just made up things that I just need to sit back and be patient and enjoy today, enjoy the process, take on what's coming my way today and let that build up to the right thing. And following your bliss, like following, like really pursuing and spending, you know, like we've talked about in a previous episode, spending time, prioritizing time, doing things that bring you joy and bring you into the presence and allow you to stay in your feminine energy. Because when you're doing things that make you really happy, when you're taking care of yourself, you are going to give off an energy of radiance and abundance and everything and everyone is going to be attracted to you. And like you said, you can still have all the things you want, just maybe not in the way that you thought that you were going to get them. You're here for that. I mean, seriously. (laughs) So with that, is there anything else that you would want people to know or share on? I mean, I think we've touched on everything, but is there anything else we have not touched upon before we end this episode on the feminine and uh, the masculine energy? I think what I want to leave everyone with is what I started off the episode by saying is just awareness is key. Just start to become aware 
And there's nothing wrong. Like we all have feminine and masculine energy inside of us. And there are going to be times in your life where you have to take on that masculine and times when you have to take on the feminine. It's just about finding the right balance for you. So starting to become aware. And if you notice that one or the other feels imbalanced, trying to incorporate some practices into your life to allow yourself to relax in the feminine or amp up the masculine. I love it. I I just am so thankful for you, Haley, honestly, that we came together, that we're able to talk about these important things and hopefully help women get on the path that's going to lead them to that ultimate goal, the ultimate dream, and that's true life, career, and love happiness. Um, Because that is what I truly want. And I know in your heart, that is what you lead with too. Like we both really want people to just be happy and to find that place in the world and that life and that career and the health and wellness that will lead you to those places. Because, you know, life is short and we only have so much time. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. So we really have to live and root into that today. And, um, you know, all of these externalities can hurt our happiness, but happiness is truly a choice. And when we put in the thought process and intentionality, we can get there. We definitely can. And it's all within you guys. It really is. Everything that you want, everything that you've been thinking about, everything that you've dreamed about, you can do it. So just do the work, be aware, think about how you move forward. If you guys want to talk to me or work with Haley, all the information will be at the show notes. Thanks again for listening in to another captivating episode with Haley on Get Clear with Crystal Wear. Until next time, keep getting clear. Thanks for listening in. If you loved what you heard, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with your friends. Tag us on social media so we can give you a big shout out. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you want more, head on over to the website where you can learn all about what we do to serve and support our entire community. Until next time, keep dreaming big and getting clear. You are made for more. So start living like it today.